Welcome to Smut the Hell, your safe space to dive into whatever books satisfy you. On this podcast, we just, On this podcast, what, bitch? <laughs> On this podcast, we discuss all smut, romance, and erotic novels. We've been started. We've been started. Um, today we are reading or discussing the book, and we are doing spoilers. So yeah. we are doing spoilers just because we we really have to. We, um, have, to we have to spoil it today. Um, we are covering the book Pen Pal by J T Geisinger, and this is a book Adriel texted me at. We had a whole ass list, and she was like, "Listen, I've been seeing this everywhere. We are doing the book Pen Pal." It was just popping up everywhere. And it was just actually been seeing it probably for the last year Mm -hmm. and finally I was like we have to see what this is about because I'm seeing it on like non-romance ones also like regular book ones romance smut everywhere so it's like what's happening here yeah and it's uh, Adriel made a post and she said what did I just read did I read (laughs) smut did I read paranormal did I read a mystery I'm fucking confused you read all of it mixed together, um, but you don't really, it it leads you in so many places, I feel like, but to begin diving in, um, I guess I'll just read the description off no, first. Let's do it. Describe. Okay, let me get the description up. The first letter arrived the day my husband was buried. It was postmarked from the state penitentiary and contained a single sentence. I'll wait forever if I have to. It was signed by Dante, a man I didn't know. Out of simple curiosity, I wrote back to ask him what exactly he was waiting for. His reply, you. I told the mystery man he had the wrong girl. He said he didn't. I said we'd never meet, but he said I was wrong. We went back and forth, exchanging letters every week and grew increasingly more intimate. Then one day, the letters stopped. When I found out why, it was already too late. Dante was at my doorstep and nothing on earth could have prepared me for what happened next. So reading that, it it's not really giving and what anything that the book is like at anything all. that this book is about, because it makes you think this book is about Dante and uh, the main character who's named Kayla. And it's the description's giving me haunting Adeline. Like I'm stalking you. You're going to wait yeah. for you. We're going to be together. Blah, blah, blah. The book did not give me that no. at all. It was almost like this was her pen pal. She was lonely and she saw an outlet of some rando that she could actually talk back with. Yeah. And it was like this weird thing because it was like he was writing very stalker friendly type things. But she was at the end of it just kind of using him to like bounce off of and be like that everything's been so rough and just she just needed something. She was a therapist. Right. Uh, let's just start from the beginning. So starting off, it is basically this woman. She is at the funeral of her husband, Michael. And so she's in mourning and she's trying to figure out how her life's going to go from here. She's, um, and 
All you really know is that there was an accident and he did not survive it. And she was injured in it also. Yes. And I've said this in a previous episode. There, um, in the episode about Miles High Club, there is nothing I hate more than widow smut. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm turned off. Like, no, we don't want to hear, like, it's not sexy to me mourning somebody while you're fucking somebody. It's just not. I've explained it on the other episode. It's not for me. So off the bat, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's just how I felt. I was just not in it. And... So she's trying to, like, get her life together. Well, it doesn't even present as smut at first. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's, a mis- it's like this, just, like, a mystery, like, thriller, like, she went through this tragedy, and she doesn't know if she's, like, overthinking things, or, like, all of a sudden, she's trying to get, like, the roof fixed, because it's leaking, and she's, so she's trying to figure out her life at the same time, and calling people to, like, try and help her, and, like, the lighting, like, the electricity's wrong in her house, and all this stuff. And everyone's like, no, no, there's nothing wrong. So immediately I went to like thriller, like there's something in the house. There's paranormal. It's ghosties. It's whatever. And then uh, she hires like a contractor to come. He shows up. There's nothing wrong with the electrical and stuff. Yes. Well, so he shows up. His name is Aiden. Well, the second guy. Yeah. No, the first guy was just electrical. Well, he gave like the whole, he came in and like looked at everything. was like, you're going to need a specialist for the roof to look at this and then looked at the um, other stuff and gave some recommendations and specifically really wanted her to go to his therapist. Yeah, and so this guy ends up showing up, this contractor, to help her with the roof and his name is Aiden. And he's an asshole. And he's immediately an asshole and that's where you're like, oh, they're going to fuck. But <laughs> also, like, he was such an asshole to the point where I was sitting there like, would I kick this man out of my house? Yeah, like, she she let it fly. She, she eventually kicked him out Right. Way sooner than she did. Especially like being newly Yeah. Like widowed or whatever, all by yourself in this house, like dealing with all absolutely not. So they, you know, have a couple run-ins with him trying to fix her house, and then one day she goes to a bar and who ends guess, guess there? who's there? It's fucking Aiden, bro. And he coincidentally lives right above the bar and as always has Yes, and this is like three weeks after her her husband died, and I in my head I'm like, is that too soon? And you know I can't say because I've never been put in a situation, and I've never been in a situation. I guess I wouldn't know what would happen. But do you think that three, if you could fuck somebody in three weeks after your husband dies? Yeah. I think it, I mean, she even feels bad. No, I know. Like, she has issues with it. I think the main issue would be, like, where your relationship was with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Um, I know this one's different because he was taken in an accident, so there was an actual tragedy involved. So it's a lot different than, like, when your husband cheats on you and they're just gone. Can you go have sex with someone else? It's probably a little bit easier than, like, becoming a widow. So, you know, he knows, Aiden knows that, something is going on between her and her husband. She doesn't want to tell him that he's dead. So she tells him, you know, we're, he's he's gone. He left. He's yeah. We're split up, basically. We're separated. we're separated. And so they create this sexual relationship that turns into more. And it is a lot of kinky writing, Miss JT. Is. 
Yeah, she is writing about it. It's some hardcore rough sex. I love like the cat and mouse and like the chasing and stuff. Yes, and so he's calling her bunny. Yes, and another thing, um, I have it in my notes, and is when they're at the bar, she tries to buy their drinks, and he says, uh, "Paying for drinks is emasculating." And I was like, "Ew, I'm so turned off." He he went through that a lot with Seth. Like, yeah, he was. He kept talking about things that were emasculating. I was like, "Dude, her just like being independent." Woman, it was giving little dick energy. It was giving little dick energy. Like, yeah. why can't she? How did you feel about it? I agree. I was like, come on, dude. Bro, would you date someone that no. Would you date someone that said that on a date? I think I'd have to see what happened. Like, what the situation was. Like, what did I say? Mm-hmm. And then reevaluate and be like, how did that emasculate you? And like, have to have that conversation with them. Like, right. Because I didn't say it like that. Or, I mean, I've even done that and gone out and be like, you pay usually. Do you mind if I pay this time? Yeah. And like, usually. They appreciate it. They like that because I feel like men appreciate it because they're like, oh, she's independent. She has money and she wants to treat me. You know what I mean? And you're like trying to take care of them too. I love taking care of men. That's just who I am. I'm a big little little spoiler. <laughs> little spoiler. You want some Lululemon, babe? Okay. Um. I also, so she, like, the first time they hook up, I mean, they meet at the bar. She goes home. They don't sleep. But it starts raining. She gets scared or something. And she shows up at his house. Yeah. She's, like, there's noises. Like, the electricity yeah. everything like that. She, like, just bolts from her house. Like, without, like, shoes or anything. Just, like, basically puts, like, a shirt on and, like, gets in her car. And yeah. goes over to his house. So she goes over to his house, obviously, right over the bar they were at. And um, she's all wet. And he, yeah, and and so she has to, like, he's like, do you want me to wash your pants or her jeans? And she's like, well, do you have any sweatpants? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, I'm not wearing any panties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so um, they end up fucking, obviously. Yeah. And the whole time she's enjoying it, she's kind of, like, comparing it to her husband. As... Like, that's another thing I fucking hated in the other book about it's the dead gross. husband. She never compare people to no. each other. No. Like, Especially someone. Who, it's just weird. It's just weird. I don't like it. But anyway, so. Ick, 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 ick. So she's really liking it. She keeps saying things like, oh, Michael never did this. And yeah. I'm like. But anyways, they wake up in the morning and she's getting up and she's looking around. And in my notes, it says mattress on the floor i was like yeah because remember he's building that house yeah okay so he's a contractor so he is building a house but still mattress on the floor i always say this if a man doesn't have a match or has a mattress on the floor or doesn't have a headboard i think it's sus the headboard i can go away with because i go off and on with headboards personally depending on where my style is i think men without a hairboard a head hair (laughs) men without hair men without a headboard are sus it's like why don't you want one (laughs) i don't trust it i guess because i don't always have one like i've not always had one i don't know i think it's sus as fuck it's it's just as 
But I usually use something behind it, like, as decoration to, like, create the headboard feel. Like, like guys like, don't know how to decorate. Like that, so it feels like there's a headboard there, even if there's not. No, like guys don't know how to decorate as it is. So it's, like, you walk in. What do they have? They have, like, a fucking comforter with like a rip in it that that's like um what's that pattern like uh like oh they have like a plaid ass comfortable oh, a com plaid. a plaid ass comforter and it's like maybe two pillows are really not that comfortable mattress they literally <laughs> took it from their mom's house like <laughs> so what is your bed it has like loads of cum from like other people <laughs> You know, maybe like a dead cockroach in there, too. So and good. yeah, that's how I felt about that. Um, also, so they again, like we were saying, they start this really intense sexual relationship. And I feel like from then on, but it, it's like so much more than that, too, because like he really is like he's he has his own trauma, you know? Yes. Because like he'll just walk out of the house like in the middle of a conversation and then not talk to her for days. And she's like, what's happening? And like, what is this toxic fucking relationship? He's struggling with the fact that she is still wearing her ring. But and he doesn't know that he he didn't know that he still does not know that the husband's dead. And he keeps saying, like, why won't you take the ring off? Like, he's feeling more feelings. And she's like, I'm going to give you your space because you need to sort through this. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't. He would understand. He would understand if. Yes, and but she didn't. She keeps not telling him. They keep having really intense sex, and even though it's really soon after, she wants a relationship with him too. And I feel like just immediately, you know, they're both like traumatized and toxic because there's no way two broken people like that. That's why they're clinging to each other so quickly. Yeah, it's because it's like they they need that to like heal, and yeah. it's really it's really really dangerous. No, I agree. I mean, I'm people say, what's that saying? Like you to get over somebody, you get over someone else. Oh, to get over someone, get under someone else. That's what I literally just said. I thought you said get over someone, get over someone else. No, I said under. I'm pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> but are we just like hopping over people? <laughs> no, but in this book, in this book. There are two things that happen during sex that are the cringiest things I've ever read in a smut book. What? And I was like, he was telling her to do something and they were talking dirty to each other. And this bitch goes, okie dokie, sir. <laughs> Imagine having sex with somebody and they say motherfucking okie dokie. When, when that, when I was listening to the audio and it said okie dokie. Maybe I think he said to like get on top and like ride him or something, and she goes, "Okie dokie, sir." And like it doesn't even fit honestly with her personality. With her personality, and then this bitch strikes again. She goes, "I like your widow's peak. It's sexy." I'm not saying that widow peaks aren't sexy, but when you're in like out, when you're in the throes of passion, you don't call out someone's widow's your face. widow's peak. What the fuck? <laughs> What was this man on, or this man, this woman on when she was fucking? Maybe her husband has a widow's peak, and she was like, "Hey." Never once have I, okie dokie, and widow's peak, y'all. What the fuck? It was crazy. Why um, I know. I was kind of scared for them, for her when she was doing when they were doing anal, 
because even though I said he was giving BD uh, little dick energy, I feel like the way he was written was big dick. Yeah. So that's kind of scary. Yeah. Have you had anal? Yeah. I knew it. There's not a fucking blonde I know who has not had anal. Why is it I don't know. Stereotype. They have more fun. Yeah. <laughs> they have more booty fun. Like, like no, on God. There's there's no blonde I know that has not fucked in the ass. I'm trying to think of everyone that I know that's blonde. Yeah. They be fucking in the ass. And personally, I have never done anal. I'm scared. We had a moment. I've had a moment once. Have you ever had ass play, though? Yes. I love. I, you can understand. Yes, no, so I've had, like, I like a, I like a thumb in the butt. I think mostly it's been to please the, the guys. Outside. Yeah. Oh, but. It wasn't, I was like. You didn't like it like it? No, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like I went to them, was like. Um, okay, so anyways, um, what was I saying? Okay, so then also it says, um, there's a part where in the beginning, I think when they're going to have sex, she says, I'm a lights off kind of girl. Are you a lights off or a lights on kind of girl? I've been both. And I okay. think a lot of that was an insecurity thing. Okay. I know it is with her. You yeah. You can, can read that. For me, I feel like it's, especially if it's like new or something like that, I always feel insecure. I think the more comfortable you are with someone, for me, that's always led into that. Like mm-hmm. more of a like lights, lights on situation. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I never really cared because also it's just like the lights are just usually off because it's most of the time it's night because it's nighttime. <laughs> but like during the day, like I mean, I fuck in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> right? I fuck in the a.m. Like I, I like morning sex. Like it's sunny. Yeah, I mean, out. I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, there's no point. I was just interested in like what you think. Like if I think it's for me, it was anytime I know I'm doing it, it's an insecurity thing. Yeah. Well, at least you can call it out. I don't know how, why everyone else does it, but I feel like that's one of the No, I feel like when we watch movies, too, like yeah. it's mostly like girls are like, oh, they turn the lights off. I've seen so many TV shows, too, where it's like that. I think that's interesting. But anyways, so back to the book. They're having all these super intimate moments. You're watching the relationship grow, but a lot of it really sexually. Um, very it's well really written. Intense, like really, quick really intense, really quick. Really intense, really. When I was reading the reviews, it's like. Insta, not insta love, but like insta, 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 yeah, insta infatuation, especially on the male's part. Oh yes, big, way bigger. I feel um, like he's almost like, without being like forceful, he's he's almost forceful. I think I was a little confused because at at first I was a little confused because you, so she gets home from the funeral, funeral, and she gets this message and you think that it's going to be about her and Dante but he kind of like went away for a while yeah. like it was all about her and Aiden and I was like what is happening I thought this book it was got confusing because you're like which part of this are you that because it starts with like the pen pal thing and that's really what the whole description's about yeah and then when you get into the book it has nothing to do about it and like every once in a while a loader shows up and you're like wait is that still a thing is that still a thing <laughs> that's what that's why like when you look this book up it says two stars because it's, it's like very, oh, there it's confusing yeah. like why the fuck i can see that yeah so time goes on she still has not told i just and that's something i don't understand either just tell him but that's dead that's like that's another thing we've all already talked about this i hate widows trope and i also hate fucking miscommunication trope and she's not telling him something and we Very have we have this piece of information and we're just sitting there yelling like tell yes 
tell her, tell her, please, tell him, please. Um, but when it comes to the letters, I feel like she was responding because she was curious. But also, I feel like at first she was like bored. Yeah, I think she was lonely and she yeah. was bored. And so she was like, well, I'll write you back and tell you to stop writing me. What do you think you would do? Do you think you would write back or be I like, what the hell? If a letter showed up randomly at my house from someone I don't know, I would not respond to that. Have I ever told you about the amulet? No. What is that? I mean, I've done pen pal stuff when I was a kid, but I feel like it was a very different perspective. Yeah. With who? No, I just like, like we had this lady on my bus. Like mm-hmm. she hooked us up with, so like I was writing letters to a girl from another school that was mm-hmm. on, on one of her bus routes. Oh. So we wrote each other for a few years. That's cute. Like, that. like So I've had that kind of pen pal, not like someone from the state. Yeah. Like, also, you're like right? a kid. Yeah. I, I can't believe <laughs> Your bus driver hooking you up. Little did you know it's actually like a a 50-year-old in fucking prison that's like, hey, little girl, your bus driver. I know he's like whacking it like, oh, this little girl thinks. Oh, no, like the (laughs) The female driver. The bus driver is female. So, like with mail, the amulet, what I was going to say is one day I received a package and I was like, what is going on? And it had no return address, but it's addressed to me. I open it and it's a fucking amulet. And of course, I'm like, like you put on a necklace. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I've I've read enough fantasy books to know this shit is cursed. (laughs) And like, absolutely not. I open it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the fuck? It was who sent this? Someone cursed it and sent it to me because like, who? It was ugly as shit. I had like carvings on it. I was like, send me stuff. That's weird. I had two stalkers at the same time. One of them was like sending pizza with love notes written inside of it. Someone was sending me, like, flowers with notes saying, like, I'm so-and-so's friend. They'll vouch for me. But it was, like, I got a typed letter sent to my office. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, you're creepy. Right. Please, why do you think that works? Yeah, I don't even know. No, that's how I feel about all the guys that DM me and they're literally like talking to themselves in my DMs. Like, oh, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. They like respond to my stories. Like, finally, I'm going to have a conversation with them. No, sir. Or like when they honk a car. Yeah. And you're like, oh, just a second. Let me go chase after you real fast. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, my favorite. There was some guy with like a huge truck last week. He was like revving it. And I was like, did you see all the women just start flocking after his car? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. What did you even think you were doing? You sound like a stupid head. Guys with trucks, man. Texas. Texas, y'all. Yeah. The bigger the truck, the littler the wiener. <laughs> but anyways, at the same time in the book, uh, in the house, they have uh, um, a maid. And she you know, is kind of like asking questions like, have you noticed anything weird? Like she feels something weird in the house. And she tells her, she tells. um, And she keeps getting freaked out by the main lady, like by Kayla. She's like, turns around. She's like, oh, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. See her and all the stuff. And you're like, wait, she's right there. So finally she tells Kayla how she feels and then um, asks her like what 
Kayla's seen and Kayla says you know I've seen a couple people here and there and blah 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 and so she's like we need to have a seance and freaking and at this point we're like okay yeah at this this at this point you're in the book you're like okay so is this where it gets paranormal and it just turned it just turned weird and she they didn't she was like all right well no I don't want to have the seance so they didn't do the seance at this point and I was like, well, damn, are they going to do something? Like, what's she's the like, tea? I'm not crazy, and there's not a ghost here. And she's like, all right, man, like, the lights are, like, exploding. <laughs> I know. And so from there, what's the tea? What's the twist? She's dead. <laughs> it was like the sixth sense. You're like, oh, Yes. <laughs> yes. The twist is... She and Aiden are fucking dead. So when, yeah, when all of a sudden it was like, you, it clicks, I was like, motherfucker. She and Aiden are dead and Michael murdered them and he is in like a mental institution. Michael is not dead and they are like haunting him. They are the ones haunting the house. Yeah. He's schizophrenic and they are the ones haunting like, the whole thing, I was like, this whole thing has been them that's been, like, so messed up. Oh, and Dante, the letter writer, mm-hmm. is Aiden because she didn't realize that she was dead. Mm-hmm. And so he was writing her saying, I'm waiting for you because I need you to realize that you aren't alive anymore yep. so that we can be together. And so she was still able to see him and stuff as Ghost Present, and she was able to do, like, all the stuff. And so when he finally finds out, it's Dante's, like, the way of spelling Aiden, like, the way you, like – the words and he's into like Dante's Inferno and is obsessed with it and and they started messing around uh, behind Michael's back mm-hmm. when they were, because he was aka why Michael oh, murdered wait. and then Michael and her got divorced she started being with Aiden and then he came and killed them I was like I I honestly that last like little bit I was like I didn't see that actually no me <laughs> either I really did I thought well the whole time you're thinking like is Michael the ghosty right and I was like Michael's Dante and he's writing his letter yes and then they threw this out there I was like I felt like I got slapped in the face you know what this book is kind of giving did you read the book Layla by Colleen Hoover I haven't it's her, I think it's her only paranormal romance, but it's literally exactly this. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to read it. It is a little different, but you're like, what the damn hell? I think in general, I was just like, this book was, how do you write, how do you come up with the concept to write something that is literally like five genres? I know. And like throw it into one book. I know, but it was a lot, which I enjoyed a lot of. A lot, the, a lot of sex. There was a lot of sex, as there it should was be. Good sex stuff. Yeah, it was very, 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 very fucking dirty, and yeah. I love it. And it was very intense, and it was very rough. And Aiden's not my favorite, like book. Boy no, he would all. never be my book boyfriend. Yeah, like he's not even on the list. No. I do like the name Aiden. It's giving sex in the city. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I was thinking like of. Team Aiden. Yeah, no, I agree. It was definitely giving. <laughs> we are Team Aiden. We are team Aiden. Well, I don't know. I mean, I like big. But I know. I like big, too. Yeah, they were so toxic. I mean, they figured it out at the end. R.I.P. on that Peloton. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> don't get canceled. Don't. <laughs> but anyways, what One was you? One of the things that like, they kept saying throughout the book that afterwards, I was like, no wonder. It was like it was like a sixth sense moment, right? Like, the, I see dead people. 
Yeah. But they said it frequently. They were saying, it's not what you look at, it's what you see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's really just true in life. Like, it's what you're focused on, not like... That's so true. Things. But that's why this lady, like her housekeeper lady, supposedly, not really in the real book when you figure it out, but um, was trying to tell her, it's like, you're not seeing it. You're yeah. looking, but you're not, not seeing. Not seeing, yeah. Oh my God, that also gives me like, white man can jump because he's like, <laughs> you can't listen to Jimmy, or you can't hear Jimmy, you gotta listen. <laughs> Oh my god, we need to get our fucking life together in this. I'm really good at falling down. What would you rate this book? You know, I rated it like four, four and a half. And I think that's mainly just because it, I didn't... See it coming? See it coming? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Did you see it coming? <laughs> uh, I guess on like the spicy meter out of ten... I would, well, not out of 10, but like, it's not flaccid. I was, I was, I give it some, to- some toe curls. Yeah, there's some curling toes. Yeah, it was hot. Um, I don't know if I do a lot of it, but I mean, I don't know if I'd want somebody to call me bunny and I don't know if I'd want to be chased. I don't know about that. Like, yeah. they do that a lot in like the Zodiac Academy. Yeah. Like the vampire chasing like the prick. So it's a little bit different, like mm-hmm. the way that's set up. And I know this is similar the way the content, but he's actually a vampire, so it's different. <laughs> I don't think I would really want to have someone talk down to me like yeah. that. Yeah, like um, master type shit. This is going to even sound worse. Like calling me bunny or something like that for some reason is more derogatory than being like, bitch, get down. Yeah. Like one of those I know is like a sex command, and the other one I feel like you're calling me an airhead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Uh, do you like names in a relationship like baby babe I like everyone babe yeah so but I like in a relationship i'll do baby or like um i mean it's been a minute <laughs> but like i know like amorosita and like stuff like all that yeah. kind of stuff like i think it's cute no i agree like i need some names like, I, I it, it gives me little like, butterflies i be like babe to me and stuff like that I have an ex that called me sweets and I thought it was the oh, cutest thing ever. I, yes, I thought, I mean, nobody else can ever call me that anymore, but like, you know, that, I thought that one was oh, cute. Um, one of my favorites was muñeca. What? Muñeca means doll in Spanish. Hmm. That's cute. Pretty, right? That is pretty cute. There's always like one name that you're like, yeah, that was fucking cute. Like, but then it like, if someone else calls you, you're like, no. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. It's kind of cringe to like adopt that because in your yeah, head, like it's still linked to the yes. Person. It's something like unique. But like when you have a relationship, I feel like you have inside jokes and you kind of like make little names. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's always it's that. Always kind of there's always that to look forward to. Which I like. I like all the little stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else you want to say? We ruined this book, so don't read it. <laughs> I was joking. Go read it. It's, no, we had to. There's it. a lot of episodes we do where we don't give spoilers. I felt like this one needed to to like understand. You can't understand the book without this being. I don't know how to describe this book without spoiling it. Yeah, no, it's because it's not this right book. Like, it yeah, describe anything that this book is. I know, <laughs> we had to ruin it, but sorry, not sorry. Just read the book. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk to you later. Talk at you later. Bye. Bye.